What's up, and welcome back to the Caught Looking Show. We're back for a Fourth uh, of July special edition, Independence Day. I love you, America. Um, anyway, we're doing a little midseason awards. You know, big day in the MLB today. Every every team's playing. Big Fourth of July. So we're, we're looking at who could win the Cy Young, or who would be the Cy Young and the MVP at this juncture in the season. Uh, we'll start with the Cy Young in the NL. Joe, who you got? Uh, well, my pick will not be wrapped this time. As you know, I wrapped last week rather rather largely uh, in, incredible. But uh, I don't, I'll, p- I'll pick the Grom. I know he's not getting wins. Uh, I'll throw out another name, too. I like Patrick Corbin. He's been pitching great. Uh, but, I'm, I mean, man, how do you not feel bad for DeGrom? Like, how do you, on a, even on not on the Mets, and just, like, not be like, oh, my God, this poor guy is pitching his heart out. He just looks like he's broken down. And he says he's frustrated and tired. He hates the Mets. I hate the Mets. I don't. I, what do you do if you're Jacob Degrom? Yeah, the reason that I don't feel bad for Degrom is because he won't have to deal with it for long. Because yeah. he'll probably be traded. I was just gonna say that. My NL MVP, it's got to be Mad Max, dude. He's got just above a two ERA. He's got like 175 strikeouts. He's gross. Like, how could you even refute the fact that Max Scherzer isn't gonna win a back-to-back-to-back Cy Young award? Um, one name, two words. Really good hair. Josh Hader. The best. My guy. Love him. He's got, I think, a 1.04 ERA, something around that. He's thrown like 60 innings already as a reliever. High leverage situations all the time. And his strikeout numbers are through the roof. He's averaging two strikeouts per inning. Two strikeouts. per. So 18 strikeouts per nine. He has been the most dominant pitcher I have seen from a, a relief pitcher even better than Zach. Can I just bring something up? Why is because he has long hair make it great hair? He his hair is disgusting. It looks like grease <laughs> and it's ugly, and I hate it. Mark's a long hair guy. Is there is there anything better than a greasy baseball player? Hair? Yeah, you know a yeah. clean a greasy clean baseball cut. player beard. Nice, nice. Maybe. See? All right, that's yeah. Well, Bryce, Bryce shaved his. So what do you even want? But just just because baby. Oh, just because oh, you have long hair doesn't make your hair luscious and nice. He's disgusting. He looks gross, and he should shave his head. <laughs> all right, all right. All right. So Joe's a big Yankee fan. No, the the um, I I have a problem with Hater though, because he's so he's got like a would you say like a it's like a one point oh four yeah in that ballpark. But like Kelvin Herrera, who the Nationals got, has like a one ERA as well. But like differences, ha- differences. Herrera's pitching one inning per timeout. Hater's going out there and giving you two, three, and or high leverage one inning situations where he is. Mowing down hitters. Yeah, I know. I have. I just like. I hate to be that guy. I just have a problem with the with the reliever in the in the side. So you're really yanking this guy by the hair right now. Yeah, Joe. Yeah, Joe. I'm yanking him by the hair, pulling him down. I mean, you know what? And that's fine. I but I think if you take Josh Hader off of that Milwaukee, out of that Milwaukee bullpen, they are not the same team. And I I know Max Scherzer has had a deep impact on the Nationals, but Josh Hader every single time. The Brewers put him out there. They are looking for him to shut the door. You know, we're putting you in. We're up one run. We got to run around second. I need two strikeouts and a, and a pop up. Want to know why Degrom doesn't win the midseason award for Cy Young? Because you take him off that Mets team, and they're still the worst team. In the yeah, league. but at least he shaved his head. So <laughs> <laughs> he shaved. Hey, dude, he shaved his head, and the Mets lost everything. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. That was that was their key. Him and Adrian Gonzalez were the only thing that were keeping the mess together. Dude, you know Jose Bautista? He's got like an on base percentage of three sixty, but he's batting like two. Yeah, I think that leads the Mets. Yeah, that, both yeah of them. that's no. He leads the he both of them. He leads like the league in the difference between his on base percentage and and uh, his average. Second, Bryce Harper. Nice. nice. <laughs> All right. 
So we'll uh we'll, we'll move ahead to the AL the AL side of things. Uh, Scaff, who you got? Yeah, this was the hardest decision for me, just because there's so many good candidates. You got Kluber, you got Verlander, you got uh, Cole, you got Snell, and you got Luis Severino, who is my pick. He's got a sub two ERA. He's got 13 wins, which is the most in the league, and he's leading the Yankee team. He's just such a dude. He throws like a hundred. He's a young guy, young buck, and it just makes me so happy to watch. Did you forget to say Chris Sale? No, Chris Sale too. I did. I did. I, yeah. He's my Cy Young. So, he has been even Clu- over Kluber. Unfortunately, I think Kluber has slipped up a few few in the past few weeks. But uh, if you look at what Chris Sale just did against the Yankees, the Red Sox got pounded before he started and after he started. Yeah, he starts one game and throws an absolute gem in Yankee Stadium, and you know all of those fans are screaming his name, trying to get in his head. He's and a Yankee he feeds killer. off of that. He is a psycho. psychopath. Killer. You have Great. to be a psychopath to win. You see Max Scherzer swearing at himself and at people on the hill. That's why he's good. Funny funny thing, though, um, you said Max Scherzer's psycho and Chris Sale's a psycho, and I don't think they've either of them have even been to a World Series. No. So They have not. Their psychos win, but they don't win. I don't think Max so. Scherzer's been to a second round. No, I think it was the Tigers. Tigers. He did. He did go to the Giants. So they did go to a World yeah. Series. Yeah, yeah. They yeah, lost yeah. To the Giants. Scherzer was on. I thought. Team. You, I thought you just said that they didn't. Max Scherzer's never been to a World Series. Oh, they went to with the, the, with the Giants. Oh, well, my bad. All right. Either, well, Mark's well, wrong. I'm, yeah, I'm an asshole. But either way, he still doesn't fucking win. They they lost. So whatever. Fuck you, Max Scherzer. You're not that good. Um, um, yikes. So, so. <laughs> you said you said uh, sale. Yeah, I, I'm going sale. And yeah, Joe, I'll go Snell. Um, I had a coming out party for Blake Snell. We did a little dance on the show. We did a little uh, Macarena. I'll do. I could do a rap about Blake Snell no, if anyone. No, all right, no, all right. No, 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 no. Blake Snell from hell. All right. Anyways, no. Anyways, no. this guy, great guy. Uh, two, three, four. I think actually, I think that went down from his last start. Uh, he he could really he could run away with the thing right now, but he's in it. All AL East pitchers. Yeah. Interesting. That's interesting. Hmm. Because. And those are they have two of the best offenses in the MLB, which yeah. is which is interesting because those teams and Snell has been great against the Nationals recently, the Yankees and the Red Sox. So it's not like and the Astros. So it's it's not like he's doing this against you know bad teams where he's beating up on the Blue Jays and the Orioles. But I do give Blake Snell a knock though, just because like the Rays are just so pitiful and he's ugly and he's ugly, he ugly stinks ugly man. Um, so we'll move on to the MVP and we'll start on the AL side. Scaff AL. Uh, I gotta go, Mike Trout. Come on, man, this guy's unbelievable. I, uh, yeah. I don't have anything to say. That's, that's really that's not much Mike Trout, good night. Uh, <laughs> no, I mean Mookie's a close second. You have to say he's doing great. Yeah, if he didn't miss three weeks, he might be literally right there. Yeah, he's got like eighty less at bats than Mike Trout, which hurts him big time. And he's there's no way he catches up with Mike Trout's WAR, just because the Red Sox are so good. I'm gonna throw out two names. Um. Jose Ramirez, Francisco Lindor. If the Indians pick it up and have a second half like they have had in the past two seasons, do you think they get serious looks from? Yeah, if the Indians, you know, run off with twenty wins in a row again, you're looking at Jose Ramirez as better than Betts for the most valuable player race. Right, and it, that's important because, like, I value the team's success as an indicator for the MVP. Right. Except in the situation for Mike Trout, just because he's such an outlier. Literally, yeah. he's playing next to Cole Calhoun in the outfield, and Cole Calhoun, I think, has the worst average in the league, yeah, or he, something he, like that. Right, let me just let me just let me there. just toss a name out there into the little wind. J.D. Martinez. I know, I know, he's been DHing. I know, yeah, I but 
No. Listen, he's he's got what three twenty above three twenty. Leaves the whole majors in home runs, so I don't know. I think you have to play defense to win the MVP. Yeah, I'm me too. That's sure. That's why David Ortiz never won an MVP. That's needed for me. You absolutely yeah. no. Need it's to because play. there's a weight limit on the MVP, and David Ortiz didn't make it. That's why. You got. You got to no. be. You gotta, there's, you gotta, there's no. Yes, there is. No, you have, to, you have to be lighter than like 250 pounds, I think. And David Ortiz was like 620. So. Six twenty. Would, would you would you doubt that if like the if John Carlos Stanton was leading the league in home runs right now, every Yankee fan would be calling for his MVP? No, because I think they're in love with Aaron Judge. So you are like well, Aaron Judge is the John Carlos Stanton that's actually like doing good. Yeah, but if he so. say John Carlos Stanton was leading the league in home runs. He had twenty six. Yeah, but he's he. It's not like he doesn't play the outfield. Like you know, he provides value in the outfield. It's just a matter of the Yankees have a stacked outfield where that the Red Sox have it too. But JD Martinez is known to be a bad fielder. It's not like Giancarlo has proven that he. I mean, he's already won an MVP. He's shown that he can play defense. I I just think it's a little different because he's kind of being thrown into being the DH where he can be in the outfield and probably wants to be out there, but. Whereas JD is probably content with just hitting, right? So that that for me is the is the deciding factor, and that if that scenario was true, um, so we'll move NL on. Real quick. We'll move on to the NL. Uh, um, all right. No, no, no. Yeah, no, yeah. Uh, Joe, you can start. Freddie Freeman's obviously the the Haas right now because there's nobody in the NL. Like this guy isn't even running away with the board. The NL is so up for if anybody goes off in the second half, they could win the NL MVP. There are people that put themselves in position, but Freddie. Uh, he's not doing enough right now. He's on a great team too, which I guess I don't know. I guess that makes it uh, easier for him to win. Helps. But even on his team, he has MVP candidates. So I don't, I don't know. The the NL MVP is very much up for grabs. But if the season ended today, I pick Freddie. But and let's preface this by saying the NL MVP is so up for grabs due to the fact that it's it seems like it's a weak field. Yeah, very not, very very weak. It's not that there's five candidates that are running like that are separating themselves from the pack. There's probably twelve guys. Right now, that at the end of the year, you could be like, okay, I could see them winning it. Like, yeah, it's, it's, I mean, would you even say, like, I know I'm being a homer here again, like, but what if Bryce Harper hits 300 in the second half of the year? Yeah, it, it, you, you know, he, that's what, but yeah, that's a great point. Like, like he could even come back. That's how weak the field is. Could, even yeah, Paul Goldschmidt is coming back. Yeah, but, like, yeah, exactly. He's like third in the league in uh, OBP or OPS, rather. Yeah. And it's just like, uh, what, how could you see that coming? The field is so weak that, like, yeah, he, you can climb out of the hole, but, and like even you throw in a name like Anthony Rizzo or Bryant, like right. when Bryant gets healthy, if he can, I mean he's won an MVP already, yeah. so like it, he's clearly has what it takes. It's 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 way up for grabs and not necessarily in a good way. So I'm gonna go out and say, I guess Nick Markakis or ah. Matt Kemp. Matt Kemp, Kemp is a hot take. That's what Matt. Yeah, yeah Matt Kemp was. He yeah, because I'll, I'll, I'll say Kemp. Matt Kemp, Kemp is coming the, back to win. The award that Ryan Braun cheated him out of in 2011. Matt Kemp woke up and he goes, I want to win that MVP. I'm pissed of everyone saying that I shouldn't have won that year. So he's back and he's winning that MVP. I don't even, I, he wasn't even supposed to play every day. And Matt Kemp was just like, yeah, I'll just piss on some baseballs. And I'll just be, I'll just remember, be the best player on the Remember Dodgers. when Matt Kemp played for the Braves? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, now he's, now he's an MVP candidate. Yeah, they could probably use him. Go Kemp. Actually, they don't even need him because they have the full outfield. But. My, my MVP candidate? Nolan Arenado, he just of last night, leading the league in home runs, leading the league in RBIs, and by the way, is the best defensive third baseman in all of baseball. And clearly Besides, most underrated you know, in baseball by far, just because he plays in course. Yeah. I was going to say, there is that stigma 
Coors Field is not is a hitter so hitter friendly that Charlie Blackman had a great season last year. People thought he could have gotten MVP consideration, and he didn't even. I don't think he finished in the top three. So yeah, but he's doing so good now that the Coors equation is just thrown out because he's just that better than everybody so else. He think, does play think, half his games not at Coors. We right. forget. But you think so? You think like the volume over the past like what five years will say that. Nolan Arenado has proven himself to be more than just a course product. One hundred percent. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So then, yeah, I, I I agree that he could he could get some looks. Go um, Nolan. Hashtag vote Nolan. Vote. Yeah. I mean, you, I mean, we have no say in those baseball writers. Who the fuck knows what they're gonna think? But I'm gonna tweet at John Heyman every day, and every single day. He'll probably vote Bryce for MVP. John Heyman will vote for Matt Harvey for MVP might. as long as Scott Boris gets a bigger contract. John Heyman is Scott Boris's little puppeteer. He's he's, he's, a, he's John he's Scott Boris's slave. I think I think that Scott Boris like has a, a spell over John Heyman or some sort of something over his head that just makes him do whatever he wants. I got a question here. Who do we hate more, Buster only John Heyman? John Heyman, dude. Oh I, I have, God, dude. I, I have no love for John Heyman. And can I at least John Heyman can see colors. So, I really actually like Tim Kirkjian, and I know he he's not in this discussion at all. But I know Joe, you I, you seem to have a, a a fight with him every fucking yeah. Day, because so. like so. he just well, I like that he gets like really like he's like ooh baseball like he gets nerdy, really like nerdy. yeah he's, he's really, nerdy. yeah that sounded like, just like him he, actually. he gets ooh, yeah he baseball. gets really like turned like when he sees like a like a triple play or something that doesn't happen like he goes oh whoa <laughs> <laughs> Timmy happy or something you know like oh well, that was Kirkjian you know mid season award best Kirkjian impression Joe yeah Joe Joe won it um. We'll, we'll go now to a special little segment, something that I'm holding very dear to my heart. Joe, who do you think the best mascot is? And before you answer, I'm going to tell you. Balzo. Balzo. Now, who is Who's Balzo? Balzo? All right. So, first of all, Balzo, it, I have my own Twitter account for my fantasy baseball team. And Balzo is my mascot, and he's being market tested. So, Balzo is uh, two testicles. He and and he he's he's the guy. He's he's a little hairy right now. We're trying to clean him up. We're trying to shave him a little bit. Um, I I don't. Oh, he's got a mole on his top left. That might have to get checked out. I, I don't want Balzo to get Balzo cancer, but I I, I just I, I don't know. I I think that Balzo can carry my fantasy baseball team to the top. Yeah, to the top. Balzo's the guy that you want around your kids, right? You always want your kids around balls, right? So I would let my my kids hug Balzo. Yeah, exactly. Kids, go get a picture of Balzo. Oh, is squishy? I don't know, dude. Is ball are balls squishy? Of course, Balzo's squishy, dude. He's cuddly. He's squishy. You know. He's hairy. He's yeah. Oh, he's very hairy. We have to clean that up. But uh, Balzo, if you're listening out there, I'm trying to get you to be our next mascot, and the whole world is gonna know the name Balzo. If you want to know more about Balzo. Joe can't figure out Twitter, so his handle is not at Balzo. It's at the Flat. Yeah, Earth. it was a Twitter account that I transitioned when I was really into like the Earth might be flat, and who knows, maybe it still is. But anyways, it's 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 the Flat Earth that is uh is his name. I I don't know how to do Twitter. I'm all trying. Right. All right, all right, all right. So moral of the story here. Well, if you're taking one thing away, it is Joe is clinically insane. <laughs> so that's gonna do it for this week. Um, you you know the Twitter handle, you know the Instagram. At Caught Looking, at Caught Looking Pod, excuse me. You can hit us up via email. Um, don't get caught looking. Happy 4th of July. Happy 4th. Good morning. Good morning. In less than an hour, aircraft from here will join others from around the world. 
And you will be launching the largest aerial battle in the history of mankind. Mankind, that word should have new meaning for all of us today. We can't be consumed by our petty differences anymore. We will be united in our common interest. Perhaps it's fate that today is the 4th of July, and you will once again be fighting for our freedom. Not from tyranny, oppression, or persecution, but from annihilation. We're fighting for our right to live to exist. And should we win the day, the 4th of July will no longer be known as an American holiday, but as the day when the world declared in one voice, we will not go quietly into the night. We will not vanish without a fight. We're going to live on. We're going to survive. Today, we celebrate our Independence Day.